Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Oh man, it's good to be alive. It's episode number 295, A Return of the Rhymes for what is a celebratory podcast as we are here to discuss a bewildering Sunderland, oh I, are we the lads, one, <laughs> and Stoke City, five. I don't know how we're going to be negative on this one. George, how are you? I am great, thank you, Chris. I have stuck a camera in the face of my uh, small child and dragged them all the way over here from Ireland to view this. Um, so hopefully that goes just as well as it did for someone else who did the same thing. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Matt, how are you? Are you well? Our lads should be fired up and determined to show Alex Neal exactly what he left behind. I'm very well, thank you, Chris. I'm great. I'm fantastic. <laughs> Let me tell you, do you know who isn't very well? Our friend, Dave Cowlishaw, who was at the game yesterday, but has sent his apologies and a two, just short of two-minute audio clip, which I'm going to play in a second, uh, where he is doing an impression of a horse. Hello, Wizards. Hello, friends. It's a very croaky David Cowlishaw here. I am barely recovered from my trip to Sunderland. What a bloody performance by Alex Neal's Tricky Potters. Um, Hats off to every single player. Every single player played well. But the thing that um, gave us the win was just being bigger, stronger and kind of playing the game, not the occasion and bullying Sunderland in the right moments. Pearson, Smallbone and Lauren absolutely ran the show in midfield and they didn't really have an answer for it. I was surprised Luke 9 didn't start for them. Um, but we set out and executed a pretty damn flawless game plan. Um, they can have no complaints about the way they've lost that. Um, absolute men against boys. Oh, I'm really squeaking. I am sorry. Um, yeah, just tremendous. Um, and I'm eating humble pie because um, there there have been signs that he is turning it around, and um, perhaps I should have more faith in our managers. But uh, yeah, just really terrific. I hope this can be a, a result. That won't just be a flash in the pan. That can be a real springboard for the rest of the season. Oh, man. He just strips so. Excellent day out. Excellent travelling support. Go on, Stoke. Some optimism there from Dave then, albeit through the sound of a very croaky voice, and we do wish him well. Uh, Matt. A few weeks ago, we actually met up, Matt, and we went and watched the hockey, and it I was... And, and you're... Your other half was saying that she'd listen to our podcast when we beat Reading for nil, and she was expecting the podcast to be, oh wow, we won four nil, and was disappointed to find that it was negative. Uh, so my question to you is, five one. Are we have we got cause to be negative today, or can we just say it was mint? Now we we can we can just truly truly bask in this one, can't we? I mean, there's nothing to really. I'm not. There's no point in caveating anything. Like it was just a, a really really funny, perfect afternoon in, in nearly every single way. I mean, 
she said it's overly negative. She was at the Burnley game this year where she was like incredibly bored and <laughs> did tell me about 60 minutes in that she was incredibly bored. So I think she, you know, I think she was being a bit liberal with the truth about as to I don't know why you're negative. But um <laughs> no, not no negativity on this one. This is a this is a negativity free zone. Mm. I'm sure Unless an individual, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure an individual in Wizards of Dribble replies will be astonished if he ever listens to this, which he which he doesn't. Um, let's face it, but um, yeah, it's just a lovely day. Just right down from the first goal, just being hilarious and superb. <laughs> to to Dwight Gale manifesting his best self at the funniest possible time. It's just a mm. perfect afternoon for all concerned. What what? Yeah, I mean, so. So if we if we dissect the game a little bit, first goal. Um, what was the 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 controversy? The controversy, if I can put my teeth in, was that there'd been the ball had gone out of play. For was there someone had gone down hurt or something? Sarkic Sarkic yes. comes out and basically punches their player and Kiana Hoover. Yes, and Hoover stays down. Yes, and the ball's like I wouldn't say anyone has possession. It's headed out yeah. and then it sort of just, you know, fizzles out as it's clear there's a player down. And then he restarts play at Sarkic's feet, which is an important point when we yes. talk about what comes next. It's at Sarkic's feet <laughs> in our box. Yes. Rather than giving it to them for their box. Yeah. And so we, the, the ball goes and then it's passed forward. Small bone. By the way, looking at the game stats, three assists, an absolute blinder of a game from him. Um, but yes, he he got the assist for the first, yeah, the first goal. He did. It was mm-hmm. him. It was mm-hmm. him crossing it in. Lovely cross. Um, and uh, Lauren scores the first goal. What I like. Let me just. In any other game, if we'd have won by a one-nil margin, that goal. You can bet all the little Sunderland vlogs, which I've watched a lot of, by the way. <laughs> I, I when we when we do win, especially like when it's like away at Swansea or things like that, I love going and watching the, the I was gonna say young people blogs, but it turns out Sunderland have a wide age range of people making match day blogs. Um and I love it because they're always like, Ah, oh, we're gonna win four nil today. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna smash Alex Neal and then the but if it had been a one nil win for us, that goal, it would have been controversial. It would have been that would have been the talking point. Can't really, can't really blame the referee for the rest of the game when the the result uh, was what it was. So yeah, sorry, I, I went off on a tangent. That was the um, we went in half time one nil up, and I don't know about you guys, but I was expecting a come back from Sunderland into the second half. Um, I'm just going to stop for a second because apparently David Caldershaw wants to enter the room. And so I want to see what this Ooh. is about. Let's let's wow. see what happens. Ooh. He's probably going to... This is like Tony Pulis coming back at this is... half time, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> let's see. Let's see what happens. I'm going to be really disappointed if he hasn't meant to do this. He's, He's returned to G the boys on. I know. We're now right. going to we're going to beat Aston Villa now. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's there. He he's there. He's wearing a red and white tie. <laughs> he's just here to say hello. I don't even. Think, are you even? You just you just dropping in, Dave. 
Just dropping <laughs> it. He's just here to watch. Just here to watch. Lovely. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, it's not really going to work for what is an audio format, but Dave says <laughs> in the chat, five goals probably, Stoke. I'm just watching. There you go. So, da- so Dave says, <laughs> this, feels kind of, this feels a little bit like a lesson observation. That's what this feels like, and I'm not this sure. This feels I... worse than that, Chris. <laughs> it feels worse. Dave just, yeah. How? Well, there you are. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll I'll carry on as if by normal with Dave just sitting <laughs> watching the watching the lesson. Um, yeah. Negative people. Did Did you think at halftime? Oh, this. Can we hold on? What did anyone expect that second half? I thought we did really well in the first half. I will say that. Um. I didn't expect it to be that good, but I didn't expect... I was hoping we could hold on. I will say as well, jumping back to the first goal, I really like Josh Laurent mm. purposely boiling the piss of the Sunderland fans by doing a silly dance in front of them. I, <laughs> that's what football's about, really, isn't it? Scoring <laughs> through a chorus of you don't know what you're doing to the ref mm. and then doing a silly dance in front mm. of all their fans with your tongue out... I. There was, it's what dreams are made of. There were silly dances and riling up the fans for pretty much all the celebrations, really, wasn't there? <laughs> like, Dwight Gale, he had a little shush to the crowd. <laughs> Dave is yeah. doing some dancing there that I think Josh Tymon tried to do. It was, it really was a day where um, Sunderland fans felt very angry. Did, did someone get thrown at Dwight Gale and the game got stopped a little bit for a minute for that? As well, yeah, I yeah. think it was a, I think it was a bottle which uh, Sunderland could have really used actually, <laughs> rather than throwing it, you know, <laughs> but, uh, laughing you know, face, yeah, sideways laughing face on that one. But uh, Chris, I just like to, I just like to say one thing here: if he'd had Tony Mowbray's faith in young players and willingness to compromise, he would have made it. But all that baloney about not being backed was clearly just a smokescreen. Their visit to the Stadium of Light can't come quickly enough. Sorry, that's just another uh, pearl of wisdom there from another another Sunderland fan. More more of those as they as they come in. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Alex Neal um, did say uh, that after the game, he said, "What is disappointing and frustrating is that I've been painted to be the villain. There is a lot of untrue things that have been said about me, and there's been a lot of hatred." But I won't cry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, like. He, how good it must feel for him. Uh, I enjoyed winning, but that is for the people who understand the dynamics of the situation because I am not the bad guy. Like, I'd be the bad guy, Alex. It's great. Like, after a win like this, you're allowed to revel in it a little bit. Not too much that it comes to bite you back in the face. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, little did we all know he was actually just talking about the Wizards of Dribble podcast. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's good though because I feel like he probably is the bad guy, but Sunderland have just built up a rivalry basically for this game out of absolutely nothing. No one else in the world would have given a shit about this, but they've built up the rivalry. They've lost five one, and not only were the comments full of Stoke fans, but somehow Newcastle fans <laughs> basically had been watching that game step by step. There were pictures of Dwight Gale everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. I, I'm pretty sure, like the full time Sunderland have lost five one 
tweet from them got about a thousand replies from Newcastle fans. <laughs> well, it wasn't just Newcastle fans as well wanting to see uh, a Stoke loss. There was there was some apparently Vale fans in the Sunderland end as well, which couldn't have worked out nicer really for them, could it? I guess. Bless them. Bless them. Yeah, it... I'm just glad we're so in demand. It's lovely. <laughs> lovely teams want to watch us, you know. That's um, it. Was it like the third highest attendance in the country or something yesterday, apparently? Really? I, I saw that somewhere. That, yeah, what, Arsenal, it... Man City, and then there was 40-something thousand. That's it bad. wasn't on 70 minutes. Hey. No. <laughs> well, let's, let's go through... Uh... Very quickly. So Josh Lauren with one, Tyrese Campbell with two goals, and Dwight Gale with two goals. We've been quite critical of Dwight Gale, and to be honest, rightly, rightly so. Um, but yesterday, whether it was just that old Newcastle boy, ah, oh, let's stick it into Sunderland, that type of thing, or what, he, I thought he had a, he had a decent game. In fact, there's barely anyone I would say on our side who I can think was below like a seven really um who who would you who would you say was our top top man man of the match uh big piece yeah yeah that will william bill small piece whatever he's called um yeah he was he was really good and i think uh, george has in recent weeks put together some nice stuff on just what he offers you know sort of in both sort of departments of the game and and this was an exhibition and in him doing that, I thought he was. I thought he was great. Um, Ty Ty obviously scored that sort of goal that Ty does, where he's just like got no angle at all and just sort of curls it into the corner insanely well. Yeah. Um, it was just just really nice. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably go. I'd probably go. Little small bone, yeah. And I really hope Southampton stay up and we can have him back next mm. season because I, I really like what he's sort of developed into in the past sort of three months or so. Yeah, yeah. I think he suits what Alex Neal wants us to do quite well, um, and we've seen it in the the kind of games where we're allowed to, or where the opposition actually tries to play that kind of front four. I'm not a big fan of Dwight Gale, despite yesterday, but that front four works really well as a pressing unit, and I think Smallbone's really, really key to that. Yeah, no, I think I think that's absolutely absolutely fair. He... I mean, well, he had a hat trick of assists yesterday. You can't really uh, slag slag the guy off after after that performance. I suppose the bigger question is then, what can we take from this? Dave, in his little voice memo, um, said that you were, you were kind of hoping, Dave, that that this could be the start of something wonderful, the start of something new, and we've had this a few times in the like past few years of, oh, are we turning the corner now? But as Dave alluded to. Uh, in in his in his little voice note that um, perhaps things have slowly been changing behind the scenes now with Alex Neal and perhaps perhaps we can start to see the green shoots of progress. Do we do we start to get a bit of momentum? Do you think now? Do you think we're going to do all right, or are we going to go and lose one nil to whoever we're up against next? I think. I think that that's sort of the key thing in as much as I w- we just need to... S- I think if we generally fix the home form a bit, I think things will just look a lot brighter anyway because it will just lift everyone's mood. 
because it's 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 still the thing that's holding us back this season. I think we sort of, you know, we we get a decent away result and it's like we trudge into the bet three six five. Oh crap! They're not they're not they're not coming to attack us. Oh crap! The one will up after ten minutes. Oh <laughs> oh oh no! Well, that's this game gone. And I think if we can stop doing that and maybe you get you know like a good vein of form going from now until May, get some momentum, have a good summer, then maybe. Maybe I mean there's a lot there's a lot of maybes and ifs there, um, but I think in the context of you know the last five years this is a happy moment. I don't want to sort of complicate it too much by making it something that it isn't yet. Mm. It might be, but yeah, let's hopefully build off this to the end of the season and let's get some good wins against some good teams coming up because we've got a pretty difficult run. Um, over the next three games, certainly, I believe. Um, so, yeah, that's where I am. Yeah, I think what's nice about it is that this is kind of the first time that we've perfected one way of doing things. I think under O'Neill, we had signs that we could play quite well and we were decent on the break, but we never quite sort of perfected it to the point, you know, the, the last four or five games we've played where people have come at us, we've been really good at pressing and really good at you know, transition play and things like that. Even Brighton, despite losing, we did really well um, against them. It would just be nice if we could not lose 1-0 to Blackburn on Friday. Mm. But that's asking for too much, I know. Yeah, I was going to say, so it's Blackburn up next at home. It feels like a a very different type of game, uh, simply because they... You, you, lightning isn't going to strike twice, that type of thing. Um but no, it's getting there. Feels like it's getting there. I don't know. I don't know whether to be excited or... on uh, Caution tells me to just um, chill, chill out and don't get stung like we have before. But this was a result that was really worth celebrating in, in, my, in yeah. my head. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think the other thing that sort of means that you sort of have to be a bit careful about it in the long run is a lot of these guys are just sort of here on loan. And if they are they going to be here next season? Like for Smallbone being, you know, a principal example, if Southampton come down, they've had a midfielder who's had an entire season getting blooded in the championship. I doubt they're going to be like, all right, yeah, off you go again. They're probably going to be like, no, we we want you here. So it, it, it's it's get it's getting through to the summer and seeing and seeing what they can do. And then yeah, hopefully in twelve months' time, we're looking back and like, do you remember when we won five one at Sunderland? And then everything was just fine. Mm. <laughs> hopefully that's what it becomes you know um, in the long run the rest of March then is Blackburn at home away to Borough and then home to Norwich as you say three mm, quite just hard games those ones it's difficult after after such a resounding win to temper expectations but if you were to say now what would you be um satisfied with in terms of a points return from those three it's a bit weird because i actually as much as i don't think we're gonna win all three of those games by any means i actually think that run probably suits us a little bit better than having three home games against like qpr cardiff type of teams mm. Um, I think Borough are going to blow us away a little bit. 
And I think that'll be a bit of a drag back down to earth. But if we get a win and a draw, I'm happy. Or a win and then another good performance, I think that's fine. Um, I don't want us to be too good because then we'll lose people in the summer. <laughs> we we don't want that. No, I'm 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 sort of in the same area. Like, yeah, four four I think five points would be a really solid effort, not losing not losing any of those games and picking up a win, you know, possibly in the home one. Um wait, there's two home ones. Not losing the in the three games, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just I watched I watched Blackburn against Sheffield United, and they they were quite good. Um, you know, they were pretty pretty much dominant over one of the you know the team that's second in the division, and they should have won by more. Borough obviously under Carrick have been absolutely incredible and Norwich's away form is the only reason why they're up where they are because um, the only team they've beaten at home for months was us so <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah so it's, it's going to be tough but I mean I think the good news is now we've reached the uh, sort of default Stoke City in the championship place of we're not going up we're not going down so let's let's you know play play reasonably expansively let's let's try and develop a <laughs> a way to break down teams that don't want to, you know, necessarily come out and, and play us. Um, and, you know, I, I'm optimistic. I'm much more optimistic than I was two or three weeks ago about things. Um, yeah. Long, good. long may it continue. Very good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Borough, Blackburn and Norwich currently hold third, fourth and sixth place respectively. Um, as you say, we are, a lot of points off Norwich who are in sixth. <laughs> who are in sixth. Um, so there's no real, we ain't catching that up. And they're like, who have we got down the bottom? Huddersfield, Wigan, Blackpool. We're a good 11 points clear of the relegation battle. Everything can change. Everything can change. But certainly does feel like um, we are. <laughs> we're, we're happy where we are. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to be top half. That'd be nice. That was kind of what we dreamt of at the beginning of the season. Um, but yeah, it's... Is this another season over? It's another season over in March, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, Yay. what what I find really novel about that is almost every season we've gone a different way to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've got, yeah. Yeah, we've never, we've never quite, you know, done, done it in the same way. Um, it's good that we, this we... season it's not the, we've not had one big injury that's derailed it. Mm. Yeah, that's been fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was going to say we've lost. It looked like we were a few in. That's the only. I I suppose that's actually the only negative to take away from Sunderland. We did seem to have a couple of injured players. Mm. Um, I know Wilmot went off, Sarkic went off. Um, you know that's not that's not ideal. Um, but who cares? We won five one against the team that hated hated the manager. It's really funny. It is really, like it's really funny. It is really <laughs> very, very funny. It's really funny. Like I can't can't reiterate just how much fun it is to watch some of these vlogs. Like the it's super always cut that someone put out on Twitter before on the Wizards was just <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. glorious. I so much fun. It's yeah, yeah. It's just nice, just nice for for once to actually be like the people, the team who just rain on people's parades it's just nice Cathart- i know and i know that makes us the baddies but i don't really care it's just funny it's just really funny 
Ah, oh, man. Blinking heck. Um, Yeah, any other thoughts coming off a weekend of merriment? Um, <laughs> no, not really. Not, not, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to... I don't really want to talk about, like, stuff that's come out of the, the the minutes about like you know meeting the manager and the the structural stuff I normally like to bang on about because mm. it's it's just sort of waiting to happen isn't it so I just kind of want to enjoy the yeah. the five well, the five ness of it all well um, and, and as well if you listen to Tony's wonderful chat with Nick Hancock which was great by the way uh, he doesn't like anyone talking about structural stuff around the club so uh, we don't want to we want Nick to keep listening um, that's true <laughs> That is, oh, that is true. Um, Keanu Hoover is is nice. Yes, I'd like to put that out there. I thought he was very nice, and I was impressed. Just as a person, or in, in, uh, person, footballer, you know, all <laughs> yeah. the above. Yeah, all operates of the well information in a... I've got on him, he seems nice. He operates well in a vacuum. All that kind of, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like I like Hoover as well. Um, He's, he, maybe he's maybe a player we could get back because I don't I don't see I don't see uh, <laughs> I don't see Wolves you know saying right you're you're the starting fullback for next season Keanu I think that he's someone we could get back hopefully if he has a mm. if he has a nice yeah. time here uh, maybe yeah. Sarkic too actually because um, again I don't I don't really see him breaking through any anytime soon and he's he's young enough so <laughs> I think I think if we're going after lone players like that that's that's nice. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah. Oh, the only other thing is, I hope that Sunderland will just let people take like phone charges into the ground next time because that's just a really stupid rule. And if you're gonna ask people to have their phone charges and coins taken off them, maybe don't put your away fans on a top tier and maybe yeah. just put them in a sensible position um, rather than shoving them up to the top. And that would, you know, maybe resolve this issue. But I don't know. Take the well, bottles off um, them next time. It's a, it's an interesting. So on that, I, one of the vlogs that I watched, um, actually, it was uh, the the one with an older fan who did it. Um, that surprised me because um, they were talking about uh, the missiles being thrown, and Stoke fans apparently threw some stuff, but Sunderland fans obviously did as well. And after it, he was saying, "Oh." It's getting ridiculous now, this throwing stuff on the pitch, which I was unaware. Apparently, it's a problem at Sunderland. Is uh, So I feel like it's a blanket thing, not just uh, Stokes coming to town, take away the car keys or whatever it was. Um, I feel like it's across the board. Sunderland fans just can't be trusted with their vapes and, their, and, and, and whatever else Sunderland fans carry with them. What else do they have? Who knows? Bitter resentment for <laughs> Alex Neal. Well, they threw all that on the pitch, didn't they? <laughs> With their booze. Oh. An Alsatian in a pram. <laughs> oh, Dave says. Dave says. And also, Dave has put a picture in the chat, by the way, which, if you haven't seen, is wonderful. It's a Sunderland fan. He's got his shirts behind him and his road signs that say Stadium Alight. He's got his little cap on and he's just sat there with his head in his hands. And it's just wonderful to see. Dave says, I had the plug bit of my phone charger taken off me and put in a bag, but I smuggled 15p in. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> After fans got in scot free and you got the full status of treatments, did you, Dave? That's just like what are they? 
it, yeah, it's a very odd one, isn't it? It's um, but you're right. Just don't put them up in the gods. It's a bit silly, if you ask me. Yeah, it just seems like a simple, a simple. And I, I thought this was a, a thing. I don't know if this was a Premier League thing where away fans had to be in view of like the camera or something just to improve atmosphere. That that's something that's happened this year in the Premier League or is going to happen. I'm um, sure there was something ages ago about them. Yeah, to no, be next yeah. to the pitch or something. Yeah, yeah. Apparently not. Well, they don't do. I'm fairly... Where are? They... Oh, sorry, forgive me. I've not watched any Newcastle games. Have they moved the away fans there? No, not not in Newcastle so. yet. No, you still. So, it, I mean, it, it seems to be a northeast thing that they just stick you in the the top tier and um and leave you there because they definitely some of them they de- they definitely used to be behind the the goal yeah. where uh, Campbell scored twice. Um, it's good at Newcastle because it yeah. it feels like you're watching the football manager before they got <laughs> the proper like graphics engine. Uh, well you done. Just see colourful circles moving around. Well done. <laughs> Well done, we went about 26 minutes without mentioning Football Manager there. That's got to be a record for this podcast. <laughs> no, it's, do you know what? It's all a good weekend. I have barely anything negative to say. Uh, it has been just just great. Um, I do hope that Dave's voice gets better because um, it's just, it sounded very, very poorly, Dave. So I hope you feel better soon. Um, yeah, any other business from any of you? No, happy as anything. Then, well, in which case, then, do you know what? Let's let's enjoy the rest of the weekend. Uh, George, I thank you for joining us, and I hope you have a nice week. Thank you very much, Chris. You too. I do have the question of the week. Oh yes, if we're ready I, for that. I of course. I, how could I forget this this bit? And by have it, I mean I'm probably going to have to think most of it now. But <laughs> let's try. If you could. Travel to any time or place on Earth. Let's go with that. Oh, to okay. view one animal. That right. That's a question. Mm. When, where, and which animal would it be? If you don't say now, hippos or Saturday <laughs> at three forty-five PM, hippos. Then that's the yes. wrong answer. I'm afraid. But please, answers below. I don't know how you can do that on an audio file, but they'll they'll find a way. They'll find a way. It reminds me we've not actually fed anyone to the hippos in a while. They're probably getting a little bit hungry. Uh, but we, we're not gonna we're not gonna dower this podcast with negativity of feeding anyone. So, um, <laughs> Dave, I'd say a Rambi three. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he would. Oh, Dave, <laughs> we we miss you dearly. There you go. Question. Do you mean Harambe or Dave? <laughs> well, you bit, bit, bit of both, really. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Matt. Thank you as well for joining today. I no, hope you, no problem. You have it's a nice been... week. Thank you, Chris. I hope uh, you have one too. And I, I just want to leave you with: if Stoke are going to fire Alex Neil, I wonder if they'd be respectful enough to wait until after we play and hopefully beat them. There'd be something poetic about him getting his P forty five in the Stadium of Light. And that's what I'll leave you with. <laughs> uh, for To you, Dave, the silence, I hope you uh, have a nice week as well. And to all of you out there, thank you so much for listening. Has it been good luck that we've not really done the go on Stoke stuff? Has that really worked? Don't ask this, Chris, because it's good luck that we haven't done podcasts. Okay, well, point. in which case... <laughs> yeah, good point. Very good point. <laughs> 
who knows when we'll be back then in that case until next time then bye bye for now stay safe run stoke do it goodbye <laughs>